What's up, guys? Happy Monday. Hope you're doing well. Here we are, guys. Fulfill my destiny podcast. I'm Pastor James Levesque. I tell you every week, man, the next few moments, we're going to go from where you are closer to where God wants you to be. Ultimately, it's time to fulfill your destiny. We had an incredible weekend. We have a great week ahead. And uh, I want to share something from Mark 6 with you today. Maybe we'll call this one You Feed Them. Something that was on my heart real all weekend. There's an element of Christianity that is really just waiting, right? We'll see what happens. You know, well, God's kind of sovereign. You know how many times people I've seen with like the call of God in their life and their like response to it is like, well, I'm here. If God wants to do something, you know, he can always come and do it himself and it doesn't quite look work that way. I always like to say God won't do your part and you can't do his part, right? And when it comes to our destiny, there's like a place where what you need, God has made available to you through receiving, like salvation, right? But the things that God wants for you, miracles, signs, and wonders, abundant life, you're going to have to go get those things. Outside of like salvation, which you need received by faith, I mean, everything's received, you're going to have to hunger and thirst for these things. And as long as we have this mindset of God, like, well, if he wants it to happen, well, it's not true. It's not true. God, that's why the Bible says all these things like diligent hands will rule, you know, basically faithfulness triggers these things. And in Mark 6, we see this story of, you know, the feeding of the 5,000. Now, obviously, we know it's probably more like fifteen to 20,000, but it's the feeding of the 5,000. And it's interesting because it starts off by saying, well, it mentions they were hungry. Jesus is teaching, it's getting late, and then the disciples were like, basically, they realize there's a need there, right? There's a need for food, like everyone's hungry, it's that time, and they start saying things like, oh Lord, why don't you just send them all out to their villages so they can go figure out how to eat and stuff like that. Basically, it's a need that they're not trying to fill, they don't even really see how it's going to happen, and Jesus' response to them was incredible. He looked at them and said, you feed them. That is an impossible task. None of them had enough money to feed those people. Hence, their next response was, well, I only have 100 denarii. Do you want me to just try to do what I can? Like, when we realize that we're the answer to the question, life changes for you. When we realize that we're the ones that God's calling to do something significant on this earth, life begins to change. And Jesus basically rebukes him and says, look, I'm asking you to do this. He sits down, he takes what seemed insignificant and not much like a boy's lunch he lifts it to heaven he gives thanks and he blesses it and then boom he hands it to them and it becomes multiplied the part of the story that's so powerful is the fact is we look at the things in our life that are insignificant and god looks at them as trigger points for awakening we think we don't have anything in the cupboards but a little oil meanwhile god sees a son of resurrection in the house And when we can align our understanding with the fathers, with the way the father works, man, life becomes far more abundant for us. I remember years ago praying for awakening in my city, right? Just really praying, man, like every week we're praying and asking God to move and, you know, begging for revival. and, And there's absolutely a place of prayer for awakening and prayer for, you know, revival to happen. But man, we were like begging. And it was like probably at a place where it just, I mean, it was just weird. Then one day the Lord says to me, you are revival. In the middle of me crying out that he just does something, like just somehow 
overtakes the world's will and just fires down. God says, you are revival. And it changed my mindset. It changed my posture. It changed what I believed. It changed who I was. It was the Lord telling me, you're going to be awakening. And so basically it was the you feed them moment, right? Where you realize that you're the one that God's calling. You're the reason that this is happening. And I feel that that's what heaven is saying to you today. You are revival. You are the answer. You are the conduit. There's a group of Christianity, especially in the prayer movements, they'll intercede and they want some great hope to come in, somehow deliver the word of God, have extended meetings. I don't know. Whatever you think is revival and awakening. And when that becomes what you're focused on, you will never believe that you can do something. If we're so geared towards we got to go to another conference or we got to go to this event, it's like, dude, these events aren't doing what you think they're doing. You are the event that this world is waiting for. You encountering God, you spending time with the Holy Spirit, you believing that the call of God is on your life. Like, that's what awakening looks like. But as long as we're waiting for something else, praying for something else, hoping for something else, like, you're not going to experience what that really looks like. And so what it means is it's time to dream. It's time to dream with God. It's time to step out. It's time to believe. It's time to, you know, walk on water, so to speak, because the call of God is never going to be like the Lord's never going to show up on your door, knock on the door and be like, hey, I think you're in a perfect place in your life now to uh, believe and dream and step out like that's never going to be the case. It's always going to feel like it's not the right thing, you know, and how much more of your life would you experience breakthrough and freedom on the other side of fear, on the other side of just believing that you're called? And so today I'm telling you, it's time for you to feed them. It's time for you to feed them. We don't see ourselves as the answer, but you are right. It's time for you to feed them. We help train hundreds and thousands, legit pastors. And it's amazing how many people say, well, I don't want like a traditional church, but I'm already doing a ministry center where I'm teaching people every week and mobilizing for the harvest. And I'm like, bro, that's a church. You're just offended by the C word. Like, bro, feed them. You can call it whatever you want. You're called. You can call it whatever you want. We are called to make disciples, see the power of God come on this earth, to see lives transformed and changed. You feed them. And so my question to you today is in the next three to six months, what does it look like for you to feed them? What does it look like for you to step out and believe? What does it look like for you to you know, take a step of faith? What does it look like for you to try something new? What does it look like for you to just step out of the boat and walk on water? Because whatever the answer to that question is, is telling you exactly what you need to be doing now or walking in that direction. You are called, you are qualified, you are anointed. It's time to go feed them. So Father, I thank you for every person listening to the sound of my voice. I thank you for your presence and power at work in our lives. And I just declare today that you would begin to open the doors in front of us to experience awakening and revival around our world. Father, let us realize today that we are the ones, we are chosen, we are awakening, and we are revival. Lord, we thank you for it. We thank you for your presence and power at work in our lives. God, let every person today see that, experience that, and know that. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Listen, thank you guys. I'm literally running into a training right now. Uh, It is Monday. We're training a ton of pastors all week, every day. So anyway, I'm so grateful for you guys. We're going to see you Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let others know how you're being blessed. Let me know how you're being blessed. I'm out.